Tom Beck is with us. What did you see in Zach Wilson last year, and what kind of potential does this guy have? I think he's got a ton of potential. Anybody that watched what he did last year as a freshman was impressed by it. He has a talented live arm, the ability to make plays on the move, scramble and pick up first downs with his leg. His football light is always on. It's also a guy that's going to learn a lot from his experiences. You know, he's still going to be a young quarterback. When he steps on the field this year, they're still going to be learning experiences. But from my time being around him, Zach comes across as a guy that when mistakes are made, is going to learn from them quickly. And that's exciting. Which of the secondary signings will be the most important? My initial answer is Jeff Green, but also with Ed Davis in consideration. Where are you throwing Moutier into this discussion? I know he was disappointing in Denver, and I know the Knicks couldn't wait to say goodbye to him. I like the concept of him. Maybe he hasn't received the coaching that he needs to. Not that he's going to be somebody that you're going to rely upon. He's not going to put up the numbers that he did in New York. He's not going to get enough minutes. But you think he can be better than what he has shown so far? I think he can contribute to a winning team more. Can he be a spark plug type dude coming in off the bench? My wife I is think taking he a golf. I videoed her swing and then she sent it to the kids. My daughter said, oh, so that's where we get our athleticism from. Now that one hurt a little bit. Well, we didn't think it was from you, right? We didn't. Austin? Uh, no. <laughs> well, we're crushing hold Gordon's on, psyche on today. I gotta, hold on. I gotta gather myself. Why would that be a problem? Who cares? Are you really competing like that? No. I'll give you some golf advice. You should have beers while on the course. By about the fourth beer, you don't care who's winning. Well, my wife and I, neither one of us drink. That, you're never going to take me up on it, but trust me, it'd be a solution to your problem. Does weed help? I would not know the answer to that. I'm a sucker for grass. Frank Dolce with us. What did you think about Utah being picked first in the division and receiving the most votes in the conference? I think that makes sense. At least two factors. One is Utah has lots of guys returning. Probably the second part of this huge uncertainty about what else is happening in the South. Maybe Chip Kelly can get those guys going. I kind of like Herm Edwards and Arizona State, although USC probably still has all of the talent. I just don't know that that coaching staff gets enough out of that talent. And then Arizona Arizona, Colorado, who knows? So I think it's the right pick for Utah on top based on what they have returning and the lack of real concrete knowledge about everybody else. Here with new jazz man Emmanuel Moutier, what attracted you to the jazz? One thing I definitely was Coach Schneider, just how he'd been with developing his players and the main thing too is something that they're pushing for here and they have a big goal and that's obviously a championship and the team is just right there in my opinion with Mike coming and Bowie coming, Ed coming, Jeff coming as well. That, that made an impact into it as well. I personally thought Mike reaching out to me was huge. I had opportunities to go somewhere and be a starting point guard, but the vision here was pretty big, and I wanted to come over here and just learn as much from Mike as I can from uh, Coach as well. Hi, Cameron. Hi, how are you doing? We're great, man. How are you? What's up, Zach? Hi, Troy. How are you? What's up, Nick? How are you? Miles, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? How are, how are you? you? Coach, good afternoon. How are you doing? What's up, Liam? How are hey, you? Man. Thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Chris, first of all, thanks for a few minutes. How you doing, man? What's up, KJ? How are you this fine day? Hi, Coach. What's going on, Justin? What's up, man? How are you? Uh, how are things? What's up, JJ? What's going on, Jamar? How are you? I say, what's up, man? How are you? Thanks for a few minutes. How you doing? How you doing, Nino? Thanks I'm, for joining us. Coach, it's great to see you. How are you? Coach, good afternoon. How you doing? How are you, man? Casey, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Bradley, what's up, man? How are you? Herm Edwards with us on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, it's great to see you. How you doing? Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? We'll be at the warehouse tomorrow. 1967 <laughs> South, 300 West. You're hanging out with Tom and the gang. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> Everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. 
is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right. It is The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Great job by Austin right there on Sounds of the Week. Brought to you by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They're looking for skilled HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians to join the Action Superhero team. Paid training, health, dental benefits, and a 401k match. Call today and join the Action Plumbing Superhero team, 801-833-3333, Action Plumbing. You heard in the sounds of the week right there. Gordon, we are live at the Warehouse 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. What's up, Gordo? I'm having a terrific uh, Friday. Uh, no complaints whatsoever. Uh, feeling good, happy for a lot of our listeners who are staring right at the weekend. I yeah. feel I feel like we've got a little role reversal today because you wore your tie-dye shirt. I did. It looks good. Yeah, you like it? All yeah, right? I do like it. it. It looks very nice. Well, you should wear yours. I should have. Well, you didn't. Uh, you I didn't, didn't call and say, "Hey, hey, Jake, right? What are you wearing today? Let's uh, wear the tie dye. Let's go with the tie dye." I would have jumped right on board with that. <laughs> you need to let me know next okay, time. Okay, I will. I will. We'll make it a, a tie dye day on the show. Austin got one too. He could. He could throw the. He could wear it. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. Like, I like it. We're gonna looks have to coordinate okay. the effort next time. Looks yeah, it looks right. terrific. Okay. Yeah, looks like you're ready to go into the weekend, man. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, of course I work on a weekend, you know, not to mention being out in the yard slinging mulch around. And Which whatnot. you're not going to do this weekend. Probably not. And why can't you at least let us look forward to the weekend? Every time we talk about, oh, man, the weekend's here, you go, well, I'm working over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy week, though. And you've certainly been uh, been busy uh, this week doing all the things that you did and flying off to L.A. and back. Within like a 12-hour period. Which is why it doesn't feel like Friday to me for some reason. I don't know. That we whole... did have a holiday in the middle of the week right. for some of our listeners. And so they probably felt like, oh, that was pretty cool. So anyway, we've got the weekend coming up. And if you're unlike Gordon and looking forward to it, then good on you. <laughs> Find happiness as you go. All right, we have Gordon's List on the show today, so make sure and stay tuned for that. I'm sure that's going to be as zany as it normally is. Uh, And then the new Jazz uh, team members who uh, were introduced at a press conference today, Gordon, you and I had a chance to sit down with them one-on-one, two-on-one, how, what's... I guess that's how it would be. Right. And and talk to them today. I thought two really fabulous conversations with Ed Davis and Jeff Green. Yeah. If we do say so ourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, they're the ones who made it interesting. But I uh, thought they were really good. Yeah, I did as well. Uh, yeah. I uh, It's number one on my list. And, and I, I want to get from you uh, some of your initial impressions and we'll play those. When are we going to play those? Let's do Jeff Green at four. Okay. And we'll do Ed Davis at five. Because we got to talk to them for, you know, eight, nine minutes a piece. So we, gotta, uh, we had enough time to kind of get into some stuff. So. Or do you want to do both of them each twice through the day? Well, it, we'll play in the six o'clock hour as well. Okay. All right. Uh, it's just that our listeners are pretty fired up about the jazz, as are the players themselves, folks. You're not alone in this. The players are excited about this collection of talent and what they're capable of doing. And we did talk with these players about that. So uh, 
Yeah, so stay tuned. All right, so come by the warehouse, uh, of course, for if you're in the market for furniture, a bed. I mean, they have a ton of stuff here. If you're in, in the market for that, do yourselves a favor because you're not going to find it for less anywhere else. That I can promise you. So come by 1967 South 300 West. We also have jazz gear to give away, Gordon. Uh, Good-looking shirts. We have some hats. Oh, yeah, look at those. Ooh. Looks like we have some bees tickets to give away. Uh, we have our jazz desk ornament. I say ornament because we only have one left. It's already Those been a, have become hot items. It's already been a hot item today. So come on by and see us. Grab your jazz gear. And, of course, check out these deals here at the warehouse. So should we get into the list, Gordon? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Austin, if you please. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Why are we so freaked out about nudity? Nudity feels good, I guess. My nudity can't be bought. Uh, I mean, I've seen my fair share of naked men. I don't need to see any more. I'm not going to go play golf with a bunch of nudists. I will run around buck naked. I got another naked story that I need to share with you guys. He uh, He's a self-styled naked carpenter. It's just a naked man. I would run naked through a cornfield backwards while eating pizza. Again, this is a naked man. Picture that, everybody. PK. <laughs> Nude. It's not like I go prancing around naked. I will do it naked. Wow, you talk about that a lot. Well, over a period of a decade, yeah. This is a that's a favorite topic of yours and Austin's. Well, wouldn't you go around nude if you could? I didn't know. In this heat. If you could do anything nude, I mean, what would you do? I mean, in public. In public. Nope. Nope. I mean, no. No. You're taking me down a dangerous road I don't want to go, so I'm saying no. (laughs) I mean, answer your own question. Uh, Roller skate? (laughs) Maybe play golf. All right. Good for you. I, I'm, I think you should give that a try sometime. <laughs> Have you? I mean, do, don't, don't, doesn't that sound appealing a little bit? Not you know, really, like, no. no. And I'm not talking about putting on a show for anybody. I'm just talking about comfort. Sounds like a sunburn waiting to happen is what it sounds like. <laughs> Could be, I suppose. I think I'll pass. All right, Gordon's List brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Where are we uh, We starting today? Well, there, let's Gordon? start with Jeff Green and uh, Ed Davis. Uh, we'll play those interviews for you as the show goes on. But your initial reaction, I was impressed with both of those guys. I was, too. I, I think it's obvious that they've been around. They're veterans. They've they've done this before. Uh, I think they both bring valuable experience. I think they seem like level-headed, um, nice guys that will probably fit in yeah. fairly well, I would guess. Um, and both you, of them really said that that was something that uh, they were looking for, a place they could fit in and a place they could win. You know, the other impression I came away with, uh, Gordon, talking to both them and then Emmanuel Moutier uh, last week, is Justin Zanuck and Dennis Lindsay put together this team, but Mike Conley kind of put together this team. <laughs> he certainly helped. He helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's three interviews with these guys now where they 
talked about how much they communicated with Mike and wanted to play with Mike and talk to him about uh, coming. Uh, even Emmanuel Moutier apparently got talked out of a starting spot on a different roster to come and play for this team. So it's, it sounded to me like, like Mike Conley had a lot of influence on how this roster took shape after he was picked up on draft night. And we wondered about, we asked Mike about his winning those awards, his best teammate and whatnot. He's got a reputation around the league. He's just a great guy to be around. And, uh, and these guys know that. It is obvious from the way they talk about him. And uh, that, that's kind of cool. I, I like that. I guess it's a reverse trend. We talk about uh, tampering a lot and, and this recruiting that goes on. Well, the Jazz have themselves an ace, and uh, they're they're doing it. I imagine they're doing it legally. Some of this stuff is happening out of bounds. It seems like Adam Silver really wants to do something about that. I don't know what he can do about it, but uh, certainly when it comes time to have that influence, it helps a lot to have a guy like Mike Conley involved in a process. The other guy is Quinn Snyder. These guys want to play for him. Yeah, you get that impression. But I, it's really stood out how much these guys are talking about Mike Conley. On the on the tampering thing, Gordon, not to go too far in a different direction, I think the most important thing that they're talking about is really making the penalty a lot more severe. I think that's, I think that's what does it. The problem is improving it. How are you going to prove what's been said and what hasn't been True. said? Well, it, and, and if it, you're on the bench, you're in a game, and you're in the middle of the game, and somebody says to a, an opposing player, "Hey, man, come play with us," is that is that worthy of a half a million dollar fine? Did you hear though that Adam Silver kind of put his toe in the water on um, being able to? He can't subpoena per se, but being able to have access to all their digital communication. He he asked the owners if they would be uh, willing to agree to. Uh, Basically, surrender those sorts of things. Are we living case. in the Kremlin now? Well, I mean, if it, you mutually agree to something like that, then that's not really the Kremlin. It's just rules. Saying that uh, you know meddling in other people's affairs. No, uh, it'd be if they had opened an investigation into into tampering. They could have access to that information. And not what like, criteria are they going to use for that? Is somebody going to try and rat somebody else out because they took their player away? I don't, how do investigations start now? They do investigations now. That wouldn't be a new thing. Everyone, I, I won't say everyone. A lot of teams are doing this. And I don't know, when you have agents involved and you have uh, some meeting somewhere in some obscure place or some little communication of some sort, I I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's... But it's obvious with how quickly some of these deals got done yeah. around the league that uh, something's up. I smell a rat. Well, anyway, Mike Conley had a had a big hand in kind of uh, luring these guys to Salt Lake City, and they seem really enthusiastic about the idea, and they're very high on the capability of this particular roster. Yeah, there is no doubt. Those things, playing w- with certain teammates, with certain teammates, with certain attitudes, and winning. That's what's bringing these guys in. And the whole idea that the Jazz struggle to get guys is changing. It is changing. The reputation, the attitude is changing right in front of our eyes. Um, okay, maybe. I'm not, not, I'm not talking about the LeBron Jameses of the world. You know what I'm saying. But the Jazz are being considered now as a great place to go play for all the reasons we just talked about. 
Yeah, I think so. I I think the position they're in had more to do with attracting these guys than the change in vibe. I think they go hand in hand. I think they that people can see exactly what we're seeing, that this team's going to be pretty good and they just needed some veteran experience and some guys that could fill the gaps. And, I mean, Jeff Green essentially said that, that this was the best you know basketball opportunity for him if he was going to make the, the minimum, which he did. And I... I think that is what really had to do with it. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I can't wait to play those interviews for our listeners. You'll get a taste of what we're talking about here. So stick around for those, and we'll play them for you. Football is underway, Jake. In earnest now, the NFL camps are opening. And sure enough, the Giants receiver, Corey Coleman, tears his ACL on the first day of training camp, gone for the season. Oh, I hate. I hate these injuries that happen in the preseason. Well, especially in football. I mean, I get it. You got to practice. You got to get in shape. You got to do all these things. But I just—it's so frustrating to see guys get hurt when when it doesn't even count. And for a lot of this, I don't know how much more they can dial back things like training camp. I mean, they're very sensitive to it now, and sometimes stuff just happens. Yeah, sometimes it happens non-contact. Right. You know, just, and I don't know about this particular yeah. case, but sometimes, you know, somebody steps wrong or does something, you know, the, you can do stuff to lower the risk, but mm-hmm. you can't prevent it all entirely. And I feel bad for guys in football just uh, – you know, when Gordon Hayward got hurt, for example, in the NBA, I mean, the dude still had $100 million coming that was guaranteed to be in his pocket at some point. You know, these NFL players, their future is a lot less guaranteed, so to speak. So it's that's tough. Jake, do you ever get inspiration? Rarely. I would agree with that. <laughs> but today I saw a story online about a Canadian Football League defensive back who – Paints his face like the Joker. Okay. Uh, a couple things. Don't do that. Why? Because it's frightening. Clowns are frightening. You're scared of clowns? A little bit. Really? Well, some. This looks, he looks frightening. He's got the Joker face going in his helmet. And when, when I saw the story, it didn't say who it was. And I had a burst of inspiration, I thought, I'm going to check this out because I think it might be a local guy. I actually had that thought. You know who it was? Robertson Daniel. Really? Remember the defensive yeah. back at BYU? I do remember, yeah. He's the guy. Wow. He's the joker. You were inspired to look for that, huh? I just had a feeling. Just, just had a feeling. A little gut I'm not feeling, saying huh? it means anything, but Yeah. And then when I saw it, I thought, wow, because I ordinarily wouldn't have paid any attention to that. Some guy in the Canadian Football League? But, I don't know, clowns to me, they, they can be happy, I guess. But, Austin, how do you feel about clowns? Uh, you don't like them. I've never tell. really been a big fan of clowns, no. If you saw a guy with the Joker face painted on under his helmet, wouldn't that... Wouldn't that give you the willies a little bit? Not really. <laughs> you just take the... a big old bozo nose and stick it in his face? What right? if instead seen... of cleats, Jake, he had big uh, squeaky shoes? <laughs> those big, those huge, what are those shoes called? 
Clown, Clown shoes. shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I kind of think, like, I've seen the movies, you know, and it seems a little juvenile to me, really. Be like, hey, you get original or something? You got to... <laughs> Well, you know, paint your face you, like the Joker. Well, like you see different guys, you know they have the uh, the the uh, the face uh, paint that they put on, uh-huh. and they look uh, kind of like warriors or whatever. But uh, it's going the clown route. It always seemed a little unnecessary to me. <laughs> it just seems like it smears all over the place, and you're sweating, and you know, right? Yeah, I don't know. Never my thing. I never, I never put the eye black on when I was playing baseball or anything because I never bought into the whole it helps you see better. It's like, that's ridiculous. Did you ever try it? No. Eye black? Never? Uh-uh. Austin, you? I did one time, and I actually, and- uh, it did actually take the glare down, Jake. I, I disagree. Yeah. I, I, I disagree with you, too. Okay. I think it does, too. Yeah, good times. But I don't like all that stuff smeared under I mean, I, I would put the stickers on or something, you know, some of that. But, but anyway. Uh, Cedric Woods, a safety out of Ole Miss, who clocked the fastest 40 time at the Combine, mm-hmm. 4.29. That's cooking. That is flying. That is cooking. Sounds like a time from Utah Pro Day. Well, <laughs> you think they're a little quick with the stopwatch? Notoriously you? so. <laughs> well, he uh, announced his retirement from football on the day he was supposed to appear at the Jaguars training camp. Here's my uh, conclusion on that. Football isn't for everyone. Even when you're as fast as lightning or you're strong as an ox, it just isn't for everyone. We've heard You've heard Hans talk about how miserable his experience in the NFL was. It's just people think, oh, wow, if I had a chance to be on a football team like that, man, I'm going to do it. That's going to be fantastic. You make really good money. You know, you're playing a game. It's not for everyone. Remember Marcus Dupree, mm-hmm. the great running back, and he, he didn't last. I mean, he just didn't have it in him to play the game. And I, I won't blame anybody for making a different life decision when it comes to football because you do put your long-term health at risk. However, if I were the Jaguars, I'd be thinking to myself, couldn't you have told us this uh, a lot earlier? <laughs> well, he, they, he actually was a free agent signing. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know what to make of that. The guy was the fastest guy available, and you don't get drafted? I don't know. I don't know what his, his deal was. But maybe he's just really bad at football. <laughs> and he realized that. Maybe he didn't like contact. Maybe he didn't want to get hit. Maybe he didn't want to hit other people. Maybe he's a pacifist. Maybe maybe he doesn't, you know, he, he'd rather sit in an office all day. Speaking of, of Hans not liking his NFL experience, he, one of my favorite stories about Hans is when he went up to speak to the – this is when he was playing the AFL and he went up to speak to the John Watson Chevrolet High School Players of the, of the Week. And he said, all y'all out there, don't ever – consider professional football oh it, that's exactly what he did he got up in front of everyone. he had he had a game i think the night before and he was he's he's still he was beat up in a bad mood he's like you know uh just quit now you don't want to do this it's the worst he just talked for like 10 minutes about how bad of an experience he had. Uh, i'm sure that's exactly oh uh, no mind. everybody's kind of looking around like like is the guy talking to the players of the week yeah, it makes for a funny story now. When we come back, I have a question for you. Okay. And I have a question for all of our listeners for them to ponder.
All right. Mm-hmm. We're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, right here in Salt Lake. And Tom is out of town. That means we get a chance to talk to Race. What's up, buddy? Hey, you know, it's always fun to have Tom out of town. I know. Last time we really <laughs> took advantage of it and we got you in trouble. A little bit, but that's okay. Were all you, you giving did... stuff away, Race? I was. All I did is say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you sent away a lot of listeners very happy that day. Let's do it again. <laughs> well, one of the questions that we get here the most is my back hurts when I sleep at night. When I get up in the morning, I can't stand up. So we're going to handle that first today. So I ask everyone, how'd you sleep last night? Is your mattress shot? Does your back hurt when you get up in the morning? Let us fix those problems. Tom's out of town this weekend, but just before he left, he bought an entire truckload of top-of-the-line Queen Sealy Posturepedic mattresses. Sealy Company says those mattresses should sell about $9.99, but here's what we're going to do. We would normally sell those between $5.99 and $7.99 every day here at the store. Come in today, tomorrow, or Monday and tell us you heard it on the zone, and I'll lower the price to only $2.99 for each Queen Sealy mattress that we have here that we bought on this special purchase. They're ready to take home, or we can deliver one to your house today or tomorrow. That's only at the store here at 1967 South and 300 West. Boom. There you go. Look at race. Are Making gonna, it happen. Are you going to get fired for this race? No. Okay. I might have to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come see us. 1967 South, 300 West. That is race. He's... Uh, making sure you're going to get yourself into the top-of-the-line mattress for an unbelievable price. Come take advantage of it. Snooze like a baby. Oh, yeah. How's, how's your mattress over there? Uh, it's, it's, it's getting there. You're starting to think about it? Oh, every time I come here. I'm sure you do. That's true. You brought the family down uh, a couple times ago yeah, when we were here. my daughter bought some stuff. Oh, see, it's perfect for the college student. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We'll have more coming up next. More Gordon's List straight ahead right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time now to talk college football with Phil Steele. Well, certainly with BYU, the way they do things as an independent, they have to schedule tough forecasts as far as what they can do just in the first month. Only team in the country to play four Power 5 teams in the first four weeks of the season. They're probably going to end up an underdog in all four of those games. But I like this BYU squad. They've got 17 returning starters coming back and really impressed with Zach Wilson. I think if Zach Wilson can continue to keep that arrow pointed upward and improve, they've got the potential here. And I think they could steal a game or two. So my official call on the opening four games is going to be either one or two wins, and that would probably involve two upsets. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You never say Big Show, it's a local band Friday. Band of the day today, the Aces, an all-female rock band from Utah. They'll open for the young, uh, for Young the Giant next Thursday at the Galvin Center. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist inside at LiveNation.com. We're live at the warehouse. We've got plenty of jazz stuff for you. Drop on by 
1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. Give me a boom, Gordon. Boom. This music sounds good. Such an unenthusiastic boom. I'm so disappointed. Oh well, some booms are bigger than others. <laughs> no, that was uh, good. Absolutely, you. I haven't been to a, a concert recently at the Galvin Center, but it's a fun place to see a show. So uh, let me ask you, getting back to what we were talking about before that football isn't for everyone. Jake, if you were going to play a professional sport, you could pick anyone you want and be about the same, kind of a middle of the road kind of athlete. Which sport you pick? Oh, that's the easiest question ever. It's golf. 100 out of 100 times. That's a lot of travel. So? The PGA Tour is like a rolling party, man. <laughs> what do you think those guys are, are doing in their, uh, the, the off days leading up to a tournament? Getting pampered. <laughs> well, Going they, to sponsor events. They probably fly home between events, right, in their own Learjets or whatever. They fly home and spend a few days with the family or whatever. And your your venues that you're playing in are country clubs. Yes, please. <laughs> Sign me up. So you don't think that sounds torturous, grueling, you know, heading off to another tournament? Sounds like the dream, man. <laughs> okay. Hard to argue with you, actually. That sounds pretty good. I don't know how many guys. I know Tigers had his injuries and whatnot. But I'm not hearing about blown out ACLs on a regular basis like in the NFL. Exactly. And sometimes in baseball as well. Uh, Jake, I uh, teased a question. I want to ask everybody this. Kanye West offered Danny McBride to play West in a film about him. Now, Kanye and Danny McBride really don't look alike, but that's who he picked. I don't know what McBride is going to do, whether he's going to do it or not. But uh, who would you have play you? Owen Wilson. That's not a bad choice, actually. I think that would work. And you? How about Austin? Mr. Clean. (laughs) Pitbull? Pitbull. Yeah, because we're the same. (laughs) Who would you pick, Austin? Uh, I'd probably go, so uh, older me, Stanley Tucci, I think uh, he kind of fits that. Younger me, uh, Timothy Oliphant, but a- as that Hitman movie where he's bald, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think who would be good for Austin. It seems like, it seems like we could find something, something good here, right? How about The Rock? What Dwayne Johnson? What what is the reason there? I thought Gordon I was going to say like butterbean or something. But, yeah. No, no, come on, get with the times, we Austin. It's not politically correct to make fun of people's physiques. Ah, since uh, what three forty yesterday? Or <laughs> I don't know butterbean. That's pretty funny. What about you? For Austin? No, for you. Who would play you? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, Gary Busey is a popular answer, right? Oh, that, somebody made that up. Or once. Nick Nolte. Oh. Or Nick Nolte. They're the same guy. Right. How about Michael Chiklis for Austin? I don't know uh-huh. who that is. He was in The Shield. Uh, he was the commish. Oh. All right. Go- Google it. Michael Chiklis. Who else could play you? Well, we haven't settled on you yet. I know. Hold on. We're still working on that. I think Owen Wilson is a good choice. 
Uh, I think, uh, how about Sean Penn? I don't know about that. Sean well, Spicoli, that's true. Uh, A young Sean, uh, sorry, Sean Penn. I, th- I thought we were on Gordon still. I'm thinking about Gordo. Well, what'd you say? Uh, for you, I'd go Nicholas Cage. Honestly, Gordon. I think Nicholas Cage would fit you well. Uh, Jake, I think, nailed it with Owen Wilson. I don't think there's a better yeah. a better choice. All right. Uh, that's, uh, that's a good one. What about uh, what about Hans? Dave Bautista. I don't know who that is. Uh, Drax from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about Andre the Giant? Uh, you mean the late great? Yeah, he was an actor. Uh, how about Scotty? Michael Chiklis. Who would be good for for Scotty? How about PK? Tommy, oh. Tommy Lee Jones? PK, Clint Howard. Uh, uh, that or Walter Matthau, yeah. Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> and DJ? Oh, jeez. DJ's a, geez, a, DJ's a tough one. Pick any game show host will probably work. Play DJ? Yeah. I mean, Ron Burgundy, you know, or uh, Will Ferrell. How about Although, uh, how about Tony? Oh. <laughs> Warwick Davis. Okay. <laughs> I saw a show recently, and the guy in it. I'm glad you got that joke on. Reminded me of Tony. I just can't remember who it was. Gordon War- Warwick Davis played the the Ewok in Star Wars. Uh, lots of different uh, uh, characters. Oh, okay, but. okay, all right. He was Wicket. Wicket. Did you ever see that yeah. show? No. Wicket back in the day with Val Kilmer that. and Warwick Davis. No, it was I, a fine movie. I don't recall that. He's a really good actor. But. He is a really good actor. He's in all the like every anything George Lucas has ever done. He's been in it. Really? Uh huh. About Harrison Ford for uh, for me. For you? Yeah. He's more of a PK fit. You think? Kind of a tough, tortured guy. Miserable to be pl- around you. Who played <laughs> Mr. Holland? That uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, Richard How Dreyfus. about that for Gordon? Richard Dreyfus? Yeah, why not? Going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, we sure are. <laughs> Uh, All right, send in your uh, send in your suggestions. Hans sent me a suggestion for Austin, but I've never heard of this, so I'm kind of apprehensive to to mention it. Uh, Let's see, Telly Savalas for Austin. Okay, what's he been in? He was a bald guy. Telly Savalas. He was a TV. He was in. uh, Wasn't he in? Yeah, he was Kojak. Oh, this guy. I I know. He was in the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That is not bad. Yeah. Well done, Hans. That is that is not bad at all. Yeah. And we still didn't get anybody for Scotty. I'm really stumped for Scotty. I don't. How about uh, Mitch from Modern Family? Mitch, the redheaded one. Oh, uh, Tyler Jesse about, Tyler how Ferguson. About, how about Ron Howard? Ron Howard for Scotty. All right, I was just going with the red hair thing. Yeah, well, he's red. Oh, yeah, he does have uh, red hair, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I think he's bald now, so that would work. Okay. All right, tough question. It's a tough question to ask somebody about himself. Who do you want? I mean, we would all pick George Clooney or Brad Pitt, wouldn't we? Jake, you know who I'd go with for Scotty? Just real quick, just came to my mind. You'd know this guy. I don't know if Gordon would, but 
Ted Levine, or Ted Levine, rather. He plays oh, yeah, uh, Stottlemyre on Monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Who's your favorite actor? Of who, all time? Well, I, you know, I don't want to make it quite that superlative, but I mean, who who is a guy, if he's in a movie, you would be more likely, or woman, you'd be more likely to go see it? So, okay, I'm going to give you my answer because he's in randomly like some of my absolute favorite movies. Okay. So he's we've got to be on the same wavelength somehow. All right. Bob Duvall. Oh, well, yeah, he's great. He he's in he's great. in the the Godfathers. Yes, he's in Mash. Lonesome he's in a, a pa- Apocalypse Now. Lonesome Dove. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's randomly he's, in like he starred in one of my favorite movies, Tender Mercies. I haven't I, seen that one. That is it's really good. It's subtle, but really really good. He's in Days of Thunder. Come on, never saw it. Never saw Days of Thunder. Mm-mm. Really. Mm-mm. It's a it's a guilty pleasure movie. I mean, it wasn't going to win any Oscars, but it's still pretty good. Austin Days of Thunder review. Uh, yeah, it's a, if it's on TV and you got nothing else going, sure. But other than that, <laughs> I would I would say one of my favorite actors, certainly, and, and some of it has to do with the roles he's played. But Russell Crowe, I really like. I really I thought he did. He he one of the all time great acting jobs in my opinion in. Uh, in Gladiator, and and Joaquin Phoenix was terrific in that too. Just hated the guy's guts. He was also Joaquin Phoenix was also very very good in Johnny Cash, like Johnny Cash movie. Oh, he was great as Johnny Cash. Russell Crowe's a little hit and miss. I think his best movie is L.A. Confidential, but he was also in some real stinkers. You ever see his oh, he's remake? In a, he was in A Beautiful Mind. I mean, that was terrific. You just like that movie because of Jennifer Connelly. Could be true. Yeah, I know it's true. <laughs> also, why you like the Rocketeer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If anybody, let's see, we have some suggestions coming in. Don Rickles for Gordon says Cody. <laughs> Don, Don Rickles, really? I think Don Rickles could be Scotty. Uh, Dan says the perfect one for Tony Peter Dinklage. <laughs> He's an angry uh, Dust- Dustin suggests Tony Parks would be Seth Green or Danny DeVito. <laughs> and uh, I like this from Aaron, who suggests Merlin Olson as Hansel. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's a natural yeah. uh, natural tie there. Yeah. That's uh, well well thought through. Yeah. We'd have to get a, who I mean, Hollywood, everybody's so short. You'd have to get somebody who's taller in Hollywood. Taller? I, you know. I, Howard Stern. Howard Stern is tall. Taller. Uh, what's his name? Why am I going blank? Tim what's Robbins. his name from, uh, from Wedding Tim Crashers? I watched, I watched Bull Durham last night. Oh, Vince Vaughn, yeah. Vince Tim, Vaughn's tall. Tim Robbins. Is he really? Bull Durham, the most, in my opinion, one of the most overrated movies of all time. Oh, uh, I hated that movie. I, I thought Tim Robbins was really pretty funny. And when I saw it the first time many, 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 many years ago, I think it was made in 88, I didn't really like his role, but uh, he he does it. he made he made me laugh last night as I was watching it. Hans coming in with more suggestions, by the way. Uh, he says the guy that played Amish uh, of the movie Braveheart could play Scotty, the redheaded one. Okay, uh, Peter O'Toole could play Gordon. Yes, <laughs> Scotty Peter, yeah. Peter O'Toole. Yes, uh, PK would be Mike Myers. Says Hans as well. He's suggesting that. Huh. Yeah, I like that. Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole? Wasn't Peter O'Toole 
Uh, Lawrence of Arabia? Right. Well, I guess I didn't know that. He's been in a lot of great movies, Peter O'Toole. Uh Uh-huh. All right, let us know. You can help us with this one. Uh, who would uh, who would play members of the staff at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, uh, at Austin Horton, or and, you could leave us an open mic if you'd like. And who would play you? I mean, I think that's through. I mean, I think well, then are you you know are, are, we don't know what they look like. Right. But still, I don't care. I think it's interesting to know what people think would be good for them. You know, maybe there is some sort of connection somehow. All right, let us know. We'll have more of Gordon's List uh, coming up right around the corner. I want to remind you about the Tour of Utah podcast. It's up on 1280thezone.com. Learn how to train for the summer of cycling and the best spots to catch the upcoming Tour of Utah race. We'll have more straight ahead live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. This girl that I had been on some dates with got me a Michigan State Build-A-Bear. And I had the most awkward moment ever. We were all like, oh boy, the way me and my family have always operated, I was honest with her then. The, as you opened it? I was as nice as I no, could be about not it. impossible. Yes, I was. There's no nice way I to said, do this. thank you so much. You are absolutely awesome. I appreciate the effort. Let me explain something real quick. So we are Michigan fans. <laughs> Yeah, right. Michigan. I don't know. This, this is um, this Michigan State. This is a different. And I said, it's no big deal. I was like, don't feel bad. don't." Th-. And then I was the biggest jerk that's ever lived. And how would you have handled this? That's I w- what I wanted. I, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I flat plane wouldn't have. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I never used to wonder why Search for love and Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse. Come see us, grab some jazz gear, check out these prices on furniture, absolutely unbelievable. Race, breaking out the great deals on mattresses as well, 1967 South, 300 West. Gordon, we'll move on with the list in a second, but uh, but... I think I think Austin nailed it with PK. Uh, Walter Matthau as Patrick Kinahan. I mean, look at this. Look at this. I mean, Walter looks older, true, but like Austin Austin put it well. Like Walter Matthau could be PK's dad. Look at that picture. Yeah, it looks like we put him in that Russian face app thing. <laughs> I think that's the answer. Anyway, let us know. Continue to to help uh, somebody. Taylor, thank you very much, Ellen DeGeneres, for me. <laughs> And uh, Sean saying, Sean saying, Philip Seymour Hoffman for Scotty. That would work. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that would a good answer. That is that a good is, answer. That's a good one. Yeah, that that certainly would work. All right, so keep those rolling in. Yeah. Um, we'll let you hear from um, Jeff Green coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. But Gordon, let's keep moving with the list. You know, I, have you grown tired of NFL players who show up for camp in sort of all these crazy ways? Yes. Did you see the Antonio Brown thing I did. today? Mm-hmm. He drops into Raiders camp in a hot air balloon. Why not just, you know what, show up in your normal car, get out and go in. Why do we need a hot air balloon? And this is something that he's done right up yeah. throughout his career where he comes in in different ways. Have you ever been up in a hot air balloon? I have not. Austin? 
No, and that's on purpose, and I'll never be I, in I, I think that would freak me out a little bit, it's those not, heights like that. You're in a wicker basket, high above the earth, uh, fueled by fire. <laughs> Pass. With a, with a balloon. <laughs> I wouldn't say I have like a phobia of heights per se, but they're not not my favorite. Isn't it supposed to be romantic? Uh, sure. I guess maybe if you're over Tuscany or, you know, but... Uh, there are lots of things that uh, are romantic. You have plenty of options for that. You <laughs> don't need to go in, up into a hot air balloon. But uh, good for Antonio Brown. Way to, way to put yourself above, quite literally, your new teammates. A hot air balloon. Shout out to Carson Wentz, who took some time at Eagles camp to talk uh, to Giovanni Hamilton, who is an 11-year-old who idolizes the Eagles quarterback and who has already suffered through 12 surgeries for various ailments. Oof. 12 surgeries, he's 11-year-old, and he loves Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz went over, knelt down, talked to him, signed some stuff, made him feel like the most important person in the world. That's the best sports can do right there. I love those kinds of stories. I do too. That's that's terrific, and I I think you and I are both on the same page that uh, athletes, you know, just because you're good on the field doesn't necessarily mean you're a role model in life. Right. But it doesn't mean that athletes. It doesn't minimize the impact that they can have in yeah. other people's lives. Athletes are role models because society mistakenly makes them that. Uh, but when when they are put in that position to have them affect a life like that, you look at that kid, all the battles he's fought through in his life, and to watch him, and he had a, a Wentz jersey on, and uh, and so Carson goes over and, and just makes his day. I, I love those kinds of stories. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I really, really like it. Uh, Jake, you mentioned, we talked earlier that um, – that this last week, a lot of people had Wednesday off as a part of the holiday. Uh, and some countries, doesn't France have like a four-day work week? Um, that sounds right. I know we have the, the, the largest work week worldwide. I, I saw a story today that said that your average American works more hours, and by work I mean at work, annually, than 13th century English peasants did. Somehow they totaled up the total uh, annual hours spent. Something's wrong with this. Something's yeah, wrong. The rest of the world is soft. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I got no problem with work. I think work is, is, is good. But other parts of life are good, too. Who set this up that in America we work longer than other countries? And we work more than 13th century peasants? You know, my reaction initially to something like this is, Gordon, if you don't like it, get out. <laughs> well, not everyone. Go, go, go live in one of those softy socialist countries over there in Europe, and you take all the siestas you want. <laughs> I just... Something's wrong with that, isn't it? No. We're a nation that's uh, founded on hard work. Well, what about recreation? What about it? With family members. Spending time with a family. Do you feel it? like you get a chance to recreate? Well, I'm talking about your average American worker here. You're the one who won't even admit that you're not working on the weekend. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but that's part of the thing. What thing? We do work a lot. <laughs> I know. And we choose to. Let me repeat that. 
your average American worker in this day and age spends more hours working annually than 13th century English peasants. Of course, we probably, your average American probably has a better lifestyle than the king did back then, too, right? I'm guessing. The king didn't have modern plumbing. I'll tell you that. All right. We're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Our good friend Race joins us once again. We're blowing minds with prices today, Race. <laughs> We're trying to. That's for sure. I just wanted to ask, have you ever thought about an adjustable bed? You know, most people have. I'd love to have one, too. They think they're way too expensive. They can't afford them. But we want to change your mind today. Tom's gone. We're going to do it again. I like it. Come in and say, I heard it on the zone, and we'll set you up with a queen-size power head-up adjustable bed frame and a queen gel mattress. You want to read maybe a book in bed, watch TV, just push a button, set the adjustable frame where you want it, and lean back and be comfortable. Ready to sleep? Just push the button again, and you're ready to fall asleep. Down the street at the big box store, they're going to pay eight ninety nine. Only at the Salt Lake Warehouse Store at 1967 South 300 West today, tomorrow, and Monday. How about four ninety nine for the adjustable bed and mattress? Boom. You are going to be in real trouble when Tom gets back, I'll tell you. Take advantage of race being in charge. Come on by, 1967 South, 300 West. Get into that adjustable bed. We'll have more of the big show coming up next. We're going to let you hear from new jazz man Jeff Green straight ahead here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, the Zone, and the Zone Sports Network.